Hey, if we want to build the future, we're gonna need some things. Like a high-speed internet connection that can turn my ideas into reality. Like the skills to become the world's most powerful coder. The resources to make more films with people who look like me. 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 Like the tools to start my sustainable shoe business. Way more space to collaborate. Yeah, that's better. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to open doors for the next generation so they can build a future of unlimited possibilities. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, hello, hello. It's me again, Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. If you are tuning in for the first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. This is not a how-to podcast, but a becoming podcast. How to become a wealth builder. How to become someone who is financially free. Listen, it's important that you understand this podcast is about becoming. And so I've always gone over principles and practices that have helped you to become. However, over the last year, I have shifted some of the ways that I have done business and some of the ways that I have done wealth building. Um, and I have been busy. And so with that, I have decided to sort of move on and allowed someone else to take over this podcast. Um, with that, that will happen in about five weeks. I'm excited about that because I know the Lord is going to bless us, but somebody else is going to come with just as much wisdom and knowledge around how to build wealth, how to become financially free. Um, in the interim, I've decided over the last six weeks, so starting last week, go back and listen to that one to talk about um, becoming debt free. Um, over the next six weeks, I'm just going to talk to you about these specific practices that I've had that are wealth building strategies. They're my top six. They're my favorite. Um, so it, again, if you missed the one from last week, go check it out. Um, we talked about not paying off your debt, but paying down your debt. Um, I talked about also the difference between good debt and bad debt um, and how to use debt in your favor. So a lot of stuff around debt. Go ahead and look at that back last week. It was really, really good. Um, this week, though, we're talking about one of my favorite wealth building strategies, right? Owning a business. Um, and to me, it just feels like a no brainer. But I feel like I got to give a little background to make sure everybody's clear on why this is an important wealth building strategy and actually probably one of the best wealth building strategies, if not like the highest on the list, like top one or two. Um, some people talk about real estate or home ownership as the easiest to access. And so that makes it the best. But I really think business ownership is. OK, listen, so let me give you a little background first. All income is good income. Maybe I shouldn't say that, right? Because there is a legal income that maybe people maybe can judge that not all income is good income. But I like to think that all money coming in is that's a good thing, money coming in. And I'm specifically talking about business owner in income, from a real estate income, interest income, dividend income, wages as income. Specifically, though, business ownership income is good income, but so is earning wages. 
However, right, there is business income that far exceeds like wage income. And let me tell you why. I tend to lean into, right, is that the best income or really, really great income, right, is the income that you don't have to um, pay other people first, that you pay yourself. And so the clear definition between wages and business income or the big discrepancy between the two, right, is that when you get paid through wages, you don't get your money first. The government gets its money first, right? Like they take theirs right off the top. Before you have an opportunity to save, before you have an opportunity to pay down some debt or pay off your bills, like they get theirs. Before it even reaches your bank account, the, the IRS has already snatched right? Everything that they want to snatch from you, um, which it's not like that's bad income to have. It's just not the best income to have. It's the reason why owning a business is so significant, right? Is that you touch your money first. You deem where it goes, right? You deem um, how much of it goes that place. And you have a lot more control and leverage over your money. So again, all income is probably considered good and good income, but it's better to have business income because if you have wages, then you cannot control who touches your money first. The government has to get their piece first, period, right? Even as much as like, even if they don't, even if you lie, and I've heard of people doing this, well, you know, what I do is that, you know, I just claim, you know, more exemptions and then all the money comes to me. Well, for now, right? But then at the end of the year, the government is still going to get their piece and they're just going to like assess penalties and interest, right? And so they're going to get their money. Um, business income is the only income that allows you to be able to play with that income and to ensure that it hits your hands first. That's the most important part. It's the only way to truly have income that comes in that's really yours. That's really important. Um, I want to give you some strategies in general for fully taking advantage of business ownership as a wealth building strategy. I know that everyone feels like they necessarily um, can't own their own business, that they need to have a certain skill set or, or a certain ability or a certain service or product to sell. And I want you to kind of rethink that. And I want to use some examples to kind of help you rethink that with some of the strategies that I've learned from my children, right? Um, that, that I've learned from side hustles, that there is a way to almost monetize anything that you do and everything that you do, um, that there's a way that it can be packaged, even up to like just the knowledge that you have, the information that you have, that you can package that and you can monetize it. I mean, just look at now social media that people are monetizing everything, like how they do the dishes or, you know, how they, how to dance. Like you can, you can, you can make money off of almost anything. And all of that is business income. And so I want to be able to give you some of these skills, right, that you can be able to take and think about really just like outside the box around like how business can really work for you um, as a wealth building strategy. All right, listen, I have my five children who teach me so much every day, um, but it's amazing about what they extract when you're a business owner. Um, my mom was a business owner. I learned a lot from her. Um, my kids started a lot younger than I did um, because that's all we talk about is business in our house. Um, all we talk about is wealth building. Not all we talk about. It's a lot of our conversations. Um, we talk about finances. It's really important. And so I'm actually like extracting my strategies from their stories, right? And so number one, I'm going to start with my oldest who is currently 24 years old, but she started working at Foot Locker when she was 16 years old. She had an amazing discount 
right? And she had an affinity for shoes. So it was like perfect for her um, and probably for Foot Locker because what she did was she made money and then she gave it right back to them and bought some shoes. <laughs> and then it was just that sick cycle, right? And you would think that like she wouldn't find a way to be able to like do anything different with her money, which is what I initially thought. But what ended up happening, right, is she learned that she could have this really great um, discount of like 50%, like every couple of months. Um, and what she also learned about herself is that shoes go in and out of style really quickly. And so she'll like shoes for about a week and then she'll be like, ah, it's time to switch them out. Um, so what this young lady did, right, is she would buy these shoes and she would wear them for a week or two weeks or whatever. She would make sure she took care of them well. And then she would turn around and sell them almost as if she hadn't purchased the shoes. She was just like borrowing the shoes for a little bit. Um, so she always had dope shoes on, which for her was probably the most important part. But for me, the genius of it is that she would pack these shoes into her trunk of her car and she would be um, in the parking lot after school selling shoes out of the trunk of her car. 16 years old. I'm like, okay, I see you. What this is important to like think about, right? Around this wealth building strategy with business income is listen, uh, you can sell things that you own, right? Here it is. Like, this is what's really important, right? You have to own it though, to sell it. And that's one of the like strongest, like wealth building strategies around business, right? Is you own your business. So you get to sell it. You get to sell the product. You get to sell the service. You get to sell how much time you, 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 you know, you use to be able to like do um, a, a particular service for somebody or a particular task. You at the end of the time that you've built up your business, get to sell the whole business to somebody because you own it, which is a far cry from like when you don't own a business and you're working for somebody and you put in all your efforts, sometimes for five years, sometimes for 10, sometimes you retire there and you leave with nothing. You can't sell a product or services from that space. You can't benefit any sort of profitability from being there. And then at the end, when you leave, you left all of your time, all of your energy, all of your efforts in that business and you leave with nothing. So this is the reason why, one reason why, right, wealth building strategy for business ownership is so key is because if you own it, you can sell it. OK, that's what my daughter taught us. OK, listen, number two, this is my second oldest. He has a lot of interest in sea life. And apparently for him and a friend, he got really hooked on catching crayfish out the Mississippi. I'm like, really? Like, you know. He's been doing this for years and now he's 17. Um, he was just out there last summer. He just enjoys it. He thought it was fun. And eventually he asked me the question, mom, do you think I could sell them? My response? Absolutely. Yes, son. That's what I love to hear, right? What's amazing about having your own business is you can do something that you like or something that you love, right? Now, I know that that's a no-brainer, but here's where that's significant. Psychologically, the things that drain us or pull from us are because typically it's not our flow. You know, it's not what we were called to do. It's not, it's not necessarily enjoyable. And so we're working a job, which makes us probably less productive if it's not something we really like to do. Um, it probably decreases our morale um, and for sure our productivity. Right. But in business, if you can find something that you really enjoy, well, then it makes work um, like making money real easy. Right. It makes it very simple and it makes your morale higher. It makes your productivity higher. Um, it helps you to sustain when there's harder times. Uh, it helps to make sure that it just in general that you can end up being successful because you love it. 
So business ownership also gives you power to deem what you're doing, right? And then you can sort of assign sort of all the energy that you want to that because typically it's something you like or you love. Um, that's huge. And that's a far difference between like working for somebody, um, doing things the way they want them done um, in the fashion that they want it done in and the time frame that they want it done in, right? Um, and when you're in business, you get to drive that own. You get to drive your own sort of um, uh, journey around that. And you get to pick what you like, what you want. Um, and so my son was able to enjoy what he did, which made making money really easy. Okay. Listen, very last, very last strategy. My third kiddo who recently, right, was asking me if he could go through my used giveaway items that I drop off at the Salvation Army. Um, and then he started asking me, mom, can I just, you know, go to the thrift store with you when you go? I'm going to see if there's like, you know, anything there of value. And I'm like, okay. Um, and then eventually he started asking family members, right? He was asking them, hey, you know, you guys got gently used shoes that I can have or any other items, jewelry, old stuff that you don't want that's maybe name brand or maybe hard to find. Anyway, this kid gets a bunch of stuff for cheap bunch of stuff for free. And it was only until I found myself making regular trips to the post office to send stuff off. And I'm talking about to everywhere, like Canada and Poland, this boy sending stuff everywhere. He has like taken pictures of gently used items or things that he has found that have value that are maybe new, but people don't want them anymore. And he's selling them. Listen, if you can monetize it, if you can monetize it, then you have a business. That's it. It's, it's that simple. If you can find a way to monetize your product, your service, your skill set, your, your talent, your, your ability, then you have a business. The most profound aspect of business is that there's so many ways to make money. I mean, from this child that made not from a child that made millions from selling rocks with little faces on it. I don't know if y'all remember that when we were younger, right? He just took rocks random rocks, made faces, glued some hair on them and then sold them and named them and like made millions of dollars. He was like 10 or something, um, right? To people branding themselves on social media networks, right? Doing random things. You see it all the time. And, and then you have some people that are just creating cool projects. Like there's all kinds of ways to make money. Business is everywhere, which means wealth is everywhere, right? Business opportunities are everywhere, which means wealth is everywhere. Everybody has accessibility to it. Hear me out. These are just some of the ideas around the wealth building strategy of business ownership. But business ownership in general is a wealth building strategy. You have to have a business. I know people are going to tell you something different. I know that wealth looks different for different people. Um, if you want financial freedom, right, the quickest, fastest, most secure way to get there is business ownership. I just wanted to open your mind up a little bit. There's so much more to learn. I think you should dig into it, especially if you're looking to try to diversify what you're doing to bring in income. It's very important. I'm taking the next five weeks, right, to talk about wealth building strategies and practices. I talked about one last week, which was around paying down your debt, not paying off your debt. Go back and listen to that. And then eventually I'll talk about four more over the next few weeks, and then I will transition to someone else. I hope this time blessed you today. 
I hope you heard something that you can take away or that piqued your interest, right? Or that you're able to sort of take and at least build on or dig into further. My hope is that you end up becoming a blessing and a resource to your family and your sphere of influence, and then eventually your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. It's time we get back into the family business and become bus drivers. Metro Transit is looking for operators. So get on over to their hiring event on Saturday, February 4th from 9 until noon at the new North Loop Garage in Minneapolis on 8th Avenue. You can apply in person and get interviewed on the spot. And here's the best part. You can test drive one of their 40-foot Metro Transit buses. And don't worry, staff members will be on hand to help you navigate that thing. But you got this. And they've got up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus for you if you get hired. Now, all y'all know, we got kinfolk who have been Metro Transit bus drivers. Either your uncle, your cousin, grandpa, somebody. And they always had extra money in their pocket because this job pays well. And they've got good benefits. It's time we get back into the family business and become drivers. So get on over to the Metro Transit bus operator hiring event on Saturday, February 4th from 9 until noon. And apply for one of these positions. You don't need experience and they'll pay for your training. You can't beat that. Just make sure you bring a valid driver's license and bring a friend. The more, the merrier. For more info, just go to metrotransit.org slash drive. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever, and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being.